Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good news, everyone. I'm back, damn it. Jake C. Lee. Angry. Everybody else sucks. Oh, huh. oh no. It's every nightmare I've ever had. Excuse me. It's time to check the link. Pretty crazy, huh? But, but it doesn't matter because none of this has anything to do with the show. You know what? You just made the list! <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. It's all in football. Sure, we talk about it all the time. Really? No. What's up, you ducks? Uh, I'm laughing at the intro. There's so many parts in there that could correlate to today's show this is good it's all in football week 12 recap with myself and chris meany live on bets tv you can watch on bets tv you can watch on the youtube channel if you're watching canada welcome back after you had the day off no wednesday well other things were going on but hopefully everybody enjoyed their thanksgiving hopefully you taking advantage of the black friday's deal by the way you can go to bets tv ftn uh 20 off all in but the athletic if you want to pay one dollar a month and you want to pay one dollar a month for 12 months so that's 12 dollars for an entire year and then you can yell at me in the comments as much as you want go over there pick on any any of my articles the black friday deal will be there for new subscribers only sorry but yeah go check it out it's still going i think now technically it's cyber monday but chris my screaming meaning like this is uh, me seeks the screaming me seek shirt uh this is so many levels because you're not feeling well i'm excited to see if you mess up being on meds uh this also because i wore the hat on purpose for all the screaming mets fans who hate me for the fact that i tried to bring realism into the fact of their lives and max scherzer's probably just using them for what they are using them for is for more money elsewhere and they signed three 33 year olds and thinks everything's going to be different this time but then i'm also screaming because uh it's my birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Jakey Jakey. Nando give you a text okay. this morning. Happy oh. birthday, Jakey Jakey. I think actually, I th- was that his exact text? Uh, it might have it been. May have been. With like a bunch of exclamation marks. It yes. legitimately is happy birthday, Jakey Jakey. Yes. Exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> like 18 wise yes. and four exclamation points so there you go uh awesome i, I love it you're not singing it to me I, is there anything weirder than sitting there watching people sing the happy birthday song to you that's gonna be the uh, weirdest it it's, it gets a little it's i told a little my family awkward. i was like just don't do it <laughs> yeah just don't do it it's a little awkward um I, I probably should do it anyways my voice would probably cut out a couple times no. but yes dude happy birthday to you man i hope you have a no. fantastic day it's it's great to chop it up with you today on the monday and we're doing a, a cyber monday at ftn as well 33 percent off all packages so, it oh, is a, so it's do- a giving day dude 
is it automatically? So don't use the don't use code all in this week. So there you go. Yeah. Is it thirty three percent? Do you have to put a code in, or is it just automatically? Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. That's is the, the code. code. Yeah. There you go. I was just trying to there make it clear for everybody out there. You know what else this is screaming about? How disgusting right. this fantasy football weekend was. This is just like, man, especially the quarterback play. I don't even know the where to start. The quarterback play so many was terrible. so <laughs> brutal, man. Like some of the throws, there was a moment. I know you were watching. You're watching all the games together. You're not together, but you're watching them all like together. Together, they're all there. I'm already screwing up off the top, and I'm watching them all. And I swear there was like four plays in a minute span where it was like pick six, pick six, overthrown, brutal. Should have been a pick six. Just it was piss poor quarterback play across the board. But man, like I wanted to kind of start with Leonard Fournette. Like last week, we talked about going up against Taylor in leagues, and now I went up against Fournette in a bunch of leagues. That guy had more touchdowns yesterday than he had heading into Ooh, the before, week. I'm before the you place. get to that, before you get to that, I just want to point out the fact that Trevor Lawrence right now is QB nine. This is what the quarterbacks were this for week. the QB, week. Two, yes, two hundred twenty-eight yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He is QB nine. Uh, behind him is Joe Burrow, <laughs> and then at eleven is Teddy Bridgewater with his 129 yards and a touchdown because he ran for one. Ran for and one. And QB12 for the week so far, Chris Meany, is Andy Dalton. That's what we got going on this week. At least the top four, Josh Allen, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford are pretty locked in. Mac Jones checked it at five. This is this was a miserable week for quarterbacks. The funny thing was is it didn't affect all of the scoring. Like, so there were some wide receivers in that wide receiver two or three range that disappointed, but – Overall, like there was a lot of people that still hit. Uh, you talked about Leonard Fournette at running back. By the way, Rob Gronkowski, that was the weakest mm. nickname you've ever given anybody. Did you see his little Instagram video no. where he's like, I got a no. new nickname. It's not Lombardi Lenny anymore. It's Fournette. Like that's his <laughs> last, like, like that. Well, that's <laughs> classic Gronk, right? You expect Gronk to come up with anything better than that. Like he's, you know what I mean? He's, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. We'll be honest about Gronk, but I love the I love guy. That but, commercial plays yeah. into it too. Like, did you like they? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Sign that up. Like, um, hey, Rob Gronkowski. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm special. Uh, yeah. But so exactly. let it for that. If your trade deadline has a past, obviously, but what do you, what's your takeaway from that? It's just, this is another fluke game. Really? Right. I mean, we don't expect Jonathan Taylor to have five. We don't expect Jonathan, you know, Leonard Fournette to have four, but if you look at the Buccaneer schedule, playoff winner, top 10 running back down the stretch. Oh man. Absolutely. Like here to date, he's RB six. Like that's phenomenal, man. A lot of people are drafting Ronald Jones over this guy, right? Like Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, right. knowing okay. well, what, let me ask you that. What Fournette gave them in the playoffs, too, which is huge. And also, on top of it, Jake, what he's doing through the air, right? Nobody expected this. He's got 51 catches, man. Well, so that's what I was going to ask you is, so is there anything we can learn from this? Because to take us back to the beginning of the season, the reason Fournette wasn't going in the first four rounds, the reason Leonard Fournette was sometimes being drafted after Ronald Jones, depending on who's drafting, the reason he was is because, one, we got Bruce Arians the entire year last year, back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth. As soon as Ronald Jones had a good game and you trusted him, it was back to Leonard. And then when Leonard Fournette fumbles at the beginning, never sees the field again. And then it's back and forth and back and forth. So we dealt with that. We did see the playoff run. Is it – I guess there's really two outcomes here, Chris. Is it one, we just – had to find out by the proof on the field is like because we dealt with it last year or is the second part we didn't value what he did down the stretch enough and that was the tell sign 
Yeah, I, I think it is a little bit of both. I think, you know, we didn't value what he did towards the end of the season, but it was the tell sign, right? Because he was awesome. He was fantastic. That's why he had the le- playoff Lenny nickname. He was right. so good. But, I mean, it could have went a couple different ways to start the season. It was typical Bruce Arians. If you remember against the Cowboys, it was Ronald Jones who was out there who had a couple mistakes. I think he had a fumble. He, he dropped. He tipped a pass. Yeah, he scored yesterday. They should have just Two gave it to Lenny to have five touchdowns, right? <laughs> I was, like, thinking to myself, why not just give it to Fournette at the one? All right, you want to have Ronald Jones gets sprinkled in there but yeah at the start of the season if you look at the game log I mean Fournette wasn't that great 9 for 32 11 for 52 how about the Rams 4 for 8 and then he just kind of turned it on uh after that moment week 4 against the Pats I mean yesterday was the t- basically one of the toughest matchups on paper the Pat the Colts had given up the fewest fantasy points to running backs they had stopped the run uh against a lot of really good running backs this season and Fournette they just kept giving it to him and giving it to him and giving it to him and yeah, I mean, I don't know. If your trade season is open, I mean, you're not getting this guy. He's got some tough matchups ahead, but I'd still trust him just because the Bucks' offense is so good. You get those goal line touches. Right. I was, so I would look at this. I would look at values of guys who could potentially push aside the other because the similar situation was James Conner and Chase Edmonds. And until Chase Edmonds got hurt, that situation wasn't changing. They were splitting down the middle. Uh, and really, I mean, I'm looking down the list here right now, what we had for this season. The only other one that kind of comes into this conversation who's top 20 on the year who dealt with decreased, I'm talking about draft capital behind it, like 6th, 7th, 8th round, was the Bucks guys, the uh, fact that uh, Edmonds was going in front of James Conner, and then Melvin Gordon, who hasn't gone away, despite the fact that a lot of people, you know, including myself, said hopefully by week mm-hmm. 8, Javante Williams would be the thing, but Melvin Gordon's not stopping. But those are three out of the dead zone of misery of the Mike Davises of the world and just go back to the draft costs and a lot of like people chasing Zach Moss and, you know, just all the other ones that are in that conversation. So they're not always going to hit, but what we're looking for here is at least get the con- at least get it down to a 50, 50 opportunity for yourself. And if you're going for the 50, 50 opportunity yourself, go off the proven value. Cause again, J- James Conner was touchdown reliant. Chase Edmonds was a better fantasy value until that happened. So who was performing yeah. better last year than James Conner. I'm just looking at that mid-30s range on NFFC and drafts that took place from, I don't know, August 1st to September 1st, and Fournette was RB36. RB36, like decent range in there. You know, Damian Harris, highs and lows. Melvin Gordon, you just alluded to. Uh, A.J. Dillon, who's kind of popped off lately. Uh, Zach Moss, obviously a bust. Gus Edwards uh, went down. Kenyon Drake. James Connors, another good one in that range. So there were some good ones in that, um, I don't know, what do you call well, that? Before, ADP 100? Yikes, that's a good That's good value. Before we get to A.J. Dillon, let's finish off this game real quick. By the way, thank you for all mm-hmm. the happy birthdays. I really don't care that much. <laughs> Once you get older, and people are like, what are you doing for your birthday? Like, Nando asked me that. He's like, what are you doing for your birthday? I was like, eh, we had our family dinner on Saturday. It's not like, I'm like eh, go out party. I bought myself a TV. There you go. Like, I, I mean, I buy my own mm. present. So there you go. whoop de doo Nice. Uh, awesome. If you had Mets to release one in PPR, Devontae Smith or Mike Williams, play in a bigger league. <laughs> Holy crap. Devontae Smith, I guess. Which would you drop? I would drop... You know what? Given the schedules, I would drop Mike Williams, and I don't want to drop Mike Williams, but I would. I know. Eagle schedule yeah. is just gravy. Yesterday was crazy that they just kept targeting Jalen Rager, but the schedule is really good for Devontae Smith. Yeah, the Jets this week, the Giants again, Washington twice. I'd keep him. Man, well, Jets, the tough. Gi- or yes, those the are Giants, tough, man. Giants when you're in those small leagues like that, Jake, you play. I play in a small league like that with just like eight buddies. 
it's very challenging because the waiver wire is always stacked and you, you really do have to make those those tough calls. And like if you're that. watching shows yeah. like this, your bench is stacked and then you're deciding between those kind of players to start and you always yeah. end up picking the wrong one anyway. You the and then you get one. beat by yeah, some random tough. person starting Leonard Fournette. Uh, <laughs> se- uh, jiggles, 7.10 a.m. I'm not waking up for any shows, so I definitely appreciate it. 7.10. So, yeah. Coast. The Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay pass offense. We're not worried about that. Just one game. Just game script. Everything was working right in the running game. But Antonio yeah. Brown potentially coming back. Cluster things up. Any thoughts there before we move on from this? Or just yeah, not really. Uh, it would be clustered. Yeah, I mean, Gronk's had a couple decent games in a row without AB. So that's that's solid. Godwin didn't have uh, anything special. But yeah, I mean, it was just a credit to the Colts defense. I know they gave up a lot of points yesterday, but... I thought they played pretty good against Tom Brady. They forced him to a couple turnovers. <laughs> Credit to half their defense. I was gonna say half like, their defense. Was, they couldn't stop Fournette. A couple bonehead penalties, but yeah, set them up. So Michael Pittman bounced back to a degree. It wasn't a top 15, maybe even top 20 once the dust settles on all the scores. But it was a nice, it was a decent game. But T.Y. Hilton found the end zone. Is there yeah. some upside for Carson Wentz in those two wide receivers passing game down the stretch as well? Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe Ty. The fact is, like he played a, a lot, right? So that was that was huge. Um, that touchdown was uh, was a ballsy call by Frank Reich. I think it was like fourth and one or fourth and two, and you know, uh, great play there. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Ty. Texans this week, though, right? Texans this week. He, he lights so, up the Texans. <laughs> he always yeah. does. So the funny yeah. thing is, is man, you, you, there was two things I wanted to get to. You know what? Uh, it's a, we're talking Texas. I hate that this isn't the second one. This isn't even the most important. I mean, we need to talk Dalvin Cook, but you're kind of like, I'm yeah. trying to follow the path of where you're taking this show, Chris. You're, you're get, <laughs> trying to weave through your mental mind of being on medicine here. But so I was going to say the thing about Houston. It's not Houston because my question for Houston was anyone outside of Brandon Cooks because the backfield, like, there's nothing there, right? There, we are legitimately, there's nothing. Tyrod Taylor, if you need a safe floor spot start, but outside of that, the question I have is on the Jets side because of what you just said. You said, Houston, Houston. Everybody faces Houston. Everybody does well against Houston, unless your name is Zach Wilson. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I know you're chuckling, but I'm saying this for this reason. Elijah Moore with no Corey Davis, quiet-ish day for, what was it, four for 40-something? Didn't mm-hmm. do much. James Crowder. Didn't do much. Like the entire passing game didn't do much because of Zach Wilson. It was the freaking Houston defense. You only scored what seventeen points against the Houston defense. Is Zach Wilson ruining Jamison Crowder and Elijah Moore? And if Corey Davis is back for the rest of the season? Yeah, it's tough to, it's tough to to really trust this Jets offense. I, I the same thing when I watched the Jags. Man, like he just really does look like a rookie quarterback, right? Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's tough. I, I, they tried to do what they could with Elijah towards the end of the game, like some end arounds and stuff like that. But yeah, eight targets. At least he led the way. But four for eight with for forty six yards is is clearly nowhere close to what he had been doing the previous three weeks with other quarterbacks under center for New York. So it, it is tough. You got the Eagles this week, the Saints, the Saints to follow. I mean, I still roll him out there, but I'm not. I wouldn't roll the dice on Jamison Crowder anymore. He's a guy that I'd sometimes, typically. I mean, <laughs> we're on FTM bets here. This is a guy that I usually take a plus money three and a half grabs over the past few years, no matter who the quarterback was. Uh, but I won't be doing one it with Zach for Wilson. Five, one for yeah, freaking no, five yesterday. Non-factor. Uh, are you doing the Tevin Coleman thing while Michael Carter is out, or is the I I know you're not, and nobody out there. Just to be clear, nobody go grab Austin Walter as the clear lead <laughs> in this backfield because he's not the clear lead. He could get some more. He could start getting a split. But now it's tra- starting to look like the Houston Texans backfield where all three of them. 
could be involved. But Tevin Coleman, 16 carries. Are you doing anything with that? Or the Zach Wilson destroying the entire offense is just who cares? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think it's kind of who cares, but I mean, I'm in some situations where I had to start David Johnson or Rex Burkhead, right? I mean, now we're we're going to talk about a couple running backs who are down, like so. It, sure, if you need a body, I mean, 16 carries is it's nothing to, to ignore, and he also had three targets. He caught two. I mean, of them, we so can I ignore mean, the 12 carries of Rex Burkhead after his 18 carries got him to 2.2 yards per carry. Yeah, for 40 so yards the week you before. You can ignore. Yeah. There is, like, so I said, volume is king, but not every volume is created equally. Like, you could be the king. But of sometimes you just have to student. start a guy. Like, you know what I mean? You just have to start a dude. Like six. What do you get? Six point nine see, points. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is, even though he outscored Ty Johnson, I still t- results aside would still have started Ty. Johnson as I had him because I would just chase the upside the same thing with Rex Burkhead I would just chase David Johnson and hopefully he catches a couple of them falls into the end zone because so this week you would go with you'd still go with Ty knowing that Tevin had 19 opportunities. Oh, I would just stay the head. hell away if possible. Yeah, I just, that's the But that's it is, the I would say the floor thing. You know, volume is king, but you can be the king of Poop Island. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't yeah, want to yeah. be that king. Like, honestly, let's be honest. Yeah. So Let's get away from this game. Let's move on from this one. This is uh, gross. But, oh, you actually, know what? You know what? I'm going to ask answer Alec B's question. Are you still auto-starting cooks? No, honestly, because volume is king, but might not even see the volume because it wasn't that high. It, he did have the touchdown, but who does he get this week, Chris? Your boy, Darius Slay. Yeah. He is not an auto-start. I love some Brandon Cooks. Everybody knows that, but this is not an auto-start week for Brandon Cooks. He might see three targets, and he might not catch any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I got the schedule wrong because he actually has the Colts this week. Cooks. Does he have I, the Colts? I thought he. Yeah. I thought he had. I thought he had the Eagles. No, oh, Jets, no you're dude. right. He Jets, does have the Colts. Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm on so the would you start him in that spot? <laughs> maybe you are. But you're right. Like it's kind of <laughs> with Taylor. Yeah. Wide receiver three flex. I mean, five grabs the last. Oh yeah, two the Jets get you. Oh, so we're not starting Elijah Moore or Corey Davis or anybody against your Eagles this week. So. Let's get to Dalvin Cook. Uh, this is a waiver show kind of topic, obviously, the Alexander Madison side. Of the bar. But I wanted to say this for one thing, Chris, and I think you'll agree with me. Actually, I know. We've been doing shows for too long. I know you're going to agree with me. For everybody out there, stop trying to stash Philip Lindsay. At this point, your trade Ooh. deadline probably passed. So and I was like, like, what should be on your bench right now is instead of Philip Lindsay on your bench, instead of Ty Johnson, and everybody knows I love Ty Johnson, uh, instead of Rex Burkhead, I'm stashing Jarrett Patterson. I'm stashing Samaje Piran. I'm stashing Devontae Booker if dropped, if people dropped Alexander. Drop everybody you possibly can for the next person up. We're looking at potentially Amir Abdullah being a popular waiver grab, depending on what going, what's going on with Christian McCaffrey's ankle. Your bench should not be fill-ins at this point. Your bench should be potential breakouts if something happens. Cleo Herbert, another good one. I saw a ton of people drop Cleo Herbert. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've been talking about this for years. You're right. Next man up sort of deal is something that you talk about at The Athletic. I had to drop Chuba Hubbard in your flex league, and it pained me to do it, but I just I needed I needed a tight end. I needed I mean, to play somebody. He's on the back somebody. half of that split, at least of what we've seen for the past couple games. He's the back half now. Abdullah's he, leapfrogged him. 
he has leapfrogged him, but still, it does it does still pain me to you know to drop a guy that could fall into um, almost a bell cow role. But you're right, uh, Amir Abdullah has kind of you know leapfrogged him over don't the past couple Darryl weeks. Don't drop Daryl Williams. But... Don't drop Jeff Wilson. Don't drop these guys. No, like, no, just... no, 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 no. Because now it's playoff time. It's basically playoff time. We're heading into week 13. I know playoffs start week 15, but it is playoff time. You want you you don't want to be rushing to the waiver wire. You want to have everything secured, and it doesn't have to be your handcuff. It could be other guys' handcuffs too. You just want to have that next man up to that could be the difference maker. And a lot of these guys that you just mentioned, you know, they certainly could be the difference maker. I mean, if Dalvin Cook misses three or four weeks here, you got Madison on your squad? You kidding me? Like, you're good to go. You're, you're rolling in the what, – what is that Adele song? Rolling in the deep or something like that? Or I don't even know what it is. I mean, look, DeAndre Swift, we're going to have to get to him. Hurt, too, potentially. We don't know. We still have to wait to find out on his injury. That was back on Thanksgiving. That feels like two weeks ago. But, I know. Waller, too, really? right? There's some big injuries. Yeah, on the other side of this game, before we move on, the I posted the John Wick gif as I'm thinking I'm back for Elijah Mitchell. That <laughs> felt, man, if anybody remembers Spider-Man, I think it was Spider-Man 2, right? When Vindicated came on at the credits because yeah. I remember at the time I was working as a pro <laughs> with a radio station and we always knew when Spider-Man was letting out of the theaters because we got like 10 like calls in a row of like can you play vindicated <laughs> it's just like so anyway vindicated feels so good because elijah mitchell is back here's the thing chris i admittedly had him as a low-end rb2 because when we this is the frustrating side of it all the reports all the beat writers which is all we can go off of we're not there we're not the coaches we can't see but all of them were saying the same thing struggling to catch period like not even making receptions in practice and carrying the ball in the one hand most of the time and then he comes out catching balls Looking fine, nothing stopping him. But I bring that up to say is, yeah, that was frustrating. Hopefully you started him if you were able to. But Elijah Mitchell going forward, people should, right, if there was any remaining smidge of a Shanahanigan's concern, it should be gone now, right? Like, it's completely oh, yeah. gone now. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, this guy, uh, as as much as we've been frustrated over him over the past few years or with him, Elijah Mitchell, man, when he's playing, he's just he's good to go. 49 snaps, Jeff Wilson 10, 27 carries, like 27 carries. He had six targets. I, I undersold him too, Adam as RB19. So like a low-end RB2 with you. Uh You're but man, when this guy plays <laughs> when he plays, I mean, that's back-to-back -back games for him with 27 carries. 27 carries. It's crazy. His rushing prop was at 64.5. That's one that I did hit over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean he's a baller. Uh, San Fran looks really, really good, Jake. They look really good, and I was hard on them. I was hard on them before the season started. I was hard on them at the first few weeks. I thought they were overrated. I was picking at Shanahan, thought he was completely clueless as well. Clearly, he's not. He's great at the run game. Uh, but Brendan Ayuk is sprinkled hey, in. What they're doing with Debo Samuel is say, pretty phenomenal as well. I mean, looking in hindsight, the Brandon Ayuk part about him not being what he wanted to see from him being like, can we say he was wrong about that? Absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I, think, would, I think I think we were all wrong he... to question him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, for sure. And I guess, like, looking back at that, he clearly wasn't 100%, right? He, the, the hamstring popped up towards the end of, um, you know, preseason. And then, and then, like, the first couple of weeks, all he was really doing was returning punts. But, man, like, what he did towards the end of last season, like he had an upside. He had a ceiling. He was really good. Right. Uh, there just wasn't no, it was conflicting because there wasn't a lot of people that were healthy. Like Debo wasn't healthy. Kittle wasn't healthy. The offense was a mess. Right. Like there was a lot of injuries, but I'm telling you right now, San Fran is a team that you don't want to play. Uh, you don't want to play down the stretch here into the playoffs. They got some pretty easy games coming up too. 
Um, man, that was the worst spot. Right now, they're in a playoff spot that I got right. I mean, I did get that part. I said that you wouldn't see Trey Lance likely until the end of the season because San Francisco is a legit oh, yeah. playoff contender and that they're not going yeah, to switch to the L on right. the playoff Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I wasn't even doing that for you. <laughs> I wasn't I'll take it. I mean, I have no problem taking it. I thought this guy would start partly because I thought San Fran was overrated and I thought that they would be done. But, man, the offense is looking good. The Fair. defense is playing good. Uh, this, is a, this is a good looking football team right now. All right, so let's jump back real quick. We'll do Thanksgiving as a quick hitter because there's probably been a lot of coverage of it. But uh, Chicago, Detroit, there's not much to talk about on the Chicago side of things. I mean, Andy Dalton, but nobody's going out to grab Andy Dalton. Darnell Mooney was Darnell Mooney. You know, David Montgomery, a little bit of quiet game for what we wanted from David Montgomery. But the biggest news is on the Detroit side, and it's twofold. One is DeAndre Swift hurt, as I mentioned. We don't know what's going on yet. But more interestingly, obviously, Jamal Williams. And go grab Jamar Jefferson, too, if Swift misses time because Jamal Williams gets banged up multiple times himself but the Josh Reynolds are you putting anything in any of that game because Josh Reynolds with the whole not you know the narrative was Josh Reynolds is signing with somebody who's comfortable with with Jared Goff and Goff likes him <laughs> in the first game he wasn't even out there the second game very little use but popped off on Thanksgiving Josh Reynolds if you need wide receiver help how interesting how much are you putting into that against the Bears defense Probably not a whole lot to be honest. I mean, there there's some there's definitely some familiarity with the, with them or Come on, with that was each my other, boy. right? I had so yeah, much it, it was your boy. before the tight like the Titans went out and got he was one of the first signings and then they bring in Julio Jones like, Oh man, you just killed all my Josh Reynolds share. So like I, I I'm not like, looking at this with clear mind. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm with you. I have some best ball Josh Reynolds and some shares of him and you know, when they first signed him as well. Um I don't know, though. Like, what's I, I guess we just got the ceiling game from him, right? He had the touchdown, 70 yards, five targets, three grabs. But it's still Detroit, you know. I don't I don't feel like there's a high ceiling. We're, we're here into into week 13. Like, how how desperate are you that you're rolling out Josh Reynolds? I mean, I pick him <laughs> up as a, as a spec ad, potentially, but that's, that's right. about it. Then let's get to the biggest news from Thanksgiving. Matt Breed. I'm kidding, but we're, we are going to talk. Matt <laughs> well, let's, he's definitely the best back in Buffalo. I'm, I'm saving the best. I'm saving the best one for last out of Thanksgiving. But Matt Breed, look, Matt Breida, here's the interesting thing is I had him in a DFS lineup and I was getting so frustrated because he ran the wrong way on a screen and that was gone. <laughs> Saw like, that. It was like not even seeing on the field. Like, uh, oh, I was so frustrated. But he got back on the field late and he got back on the field and got the touchdown late, which is like, yay. But how yay <laughs> should we be really, Chris? Because this is still the Bills backfield. This is still the Bills backfield we would be avoiding for Singletary and Moss. It's always Josh Allen that ruins this backfield anyway for fantasy purposes. But they inactivated. Is that can you say that inactivated? <laughs> they deactivated. You no, just did. Saying, you just did. Yeah. <laughs> I like inactivated. We're making that a word. It's your day. You can do what you want. Healthy inactivated <laughs> Zach Moss. And it was Brita and it was Singletary. Again, so do you take Brita now potentially being the lead and value or is this fool's gold? Is this insanity doing the same thing over and over again, like the Mets, and expecting different results? <laughs> uh, Tino's having fun with that Mets chirp. Um, you know, I, th I think it's fool's gold. I, Singletary still had okay. double-digit carries. He still led the way. And you know me, I'm looking at the schedule, especially this time of the year, New England, Tampa, New Carolina, New England. They don't have a those good are, schedule. Those are four very good defenses, very good run defenses as well. Uh, yeah, no, no chance I'm rolling out Brita. But I mean, this guy again. He should be rostered. He should be. Uh, he shouldn't be hanging around waiver wires. I've seen twenty three percent. And what a 
brutal year for Zach Moss and all Zach Moss truthers, <laughs> man. Like, holy crap. You were on this Not from day one, buddy. I get it. Like, <laughs> you should year. pat yourself <laughs> on the back when he was drafted right away. I mean, you talked about it. And this is a guy who... Man, I wish I could rewind. I was offered a second round pick in a 16 team dynasty league, which would have been pick Ooh. number 26. And I thought, nah, I don't want that. I'd rather have Zach Moss. I think I'd rather have pick 26 than Zach Moss in a rookie draft next <laughs> I year. I would too. Yeah. I would too. Uh, you know, I say this, though, you might want Zach Moss over the Saints leading running back because this is an example where volume, again, isn't always king when you talk about talent levels. Tony Jones. 16 for 27 uh, also has a factor to do with facing the Bills defense. But the leading receiver in that game, three for 47 for little Jordan Humphrey, who's not little, by the way. <laughs> Traquan Smith, four for 31. He was wide receiver 19 the four weeks before this game. Ty Montgomery, Spiglet. Here's the question I have for you. Nobody. Unless Alvin, uh, that's, so unless Alvin Kamara or Mark Ingram plays, there is legitimately nobody you care about on this team, correct? Yeah, correct. Nobody at all. Okay. Quarterback, very, wide receivers, very... tight ends, nobody. Saints all are right, done. Then let me ask you if you care about this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The news that Zeke might get rest after that game and the fact that they, because we've seen Tony Pollard, and we've seen Tony Pollard at times look better than Zeke. A lot of Tony Pollard fans were frustrated when Zeke came in and took that touchdown. It was like, thanks for doing the work, buddy. Here I come. Uh, yeah. But legitimately, like, are you, if your trade deadline hasn't passed, are you going to try and go get Zeke because people are panicking and they're thinking Tony Pollard, if he gets a game to himself, maybe Zeke comes back as the back half of the 60-40 split? Or basically, what's your takeaway from this news? I think it's, uh, you know, I think if you own Zeke, it, it's tough. Because if you own Zeke and you're not in a playoff spot, you're pretty ticked. You're like, oh my goodness, I need this guy. Um, but I mean, if you're... I mean, if you're comfortably in a playoff spot and you hear the news that Zeke may miss this week against the Saints, next week against Washington, then you get him back for, I don't know, the Giants and Washington into the playoffs. I mean, I'd be okay with I that. Mean, it'd be like, maybe you get a fresher Zeke. He's missing the worst matchup with the Saints. Yeah, he's missing the worst matchup. All he's done in the past two weeks is nine for 32, nine for 25, like nine points, 13 points. Hasn't done you a yeah. whole lot. So, I mean, I think depending on your situation, this could be, this could be a good thing. You get Zeke back Let for Washington this, week 14. With Zeke, even now he's been playing, what's the difference between the Dallas Cowboys running backs and the Denver Broncos running backs? Yeah, not a whole lot. It's so just, if you're uh, going to be that, you know what the field. difference is? Is I was going to say, but the difference is Zeke's highest, Name Broncos, value. Broncos, Pollard. So they're still, but they're all valuable. They're all inside the top 25-ish to 30, depending on your league scoring. 
but Zeke is the top. Then you have both Broncos. So even if it comes back, even if my point being, even if Zeke comes back to a bigger share and it's just the Broncos, the Broncos aren't a bad thing, as we just saw yesterday. It's not a bad thing. You still have two RB2s. You could start both of them conceivably. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have the hope of a potential top 10 performance. So if your trade deadline hasn't passed, that's what I'm doing. And you're a playoff contender and you're already securely like you. I'm yeah. not saying playoff contender and you might lose and get knocked out. I'm saying if you're already in there, your second, third place, first place, obviously go get Zeke if your trade deadline hasn't passed because somebody's panicking. Somebody's worried that they're going to not make the playoffs because he's got the one week off. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, real quick, you mentioned Waller. That's not, you know, that's a side there. Is there anything on this? offense really outside of Josh Jacobs at this point because Deshaun Jackson had the game Brian Edwards hasn't really done much the past couple weeks Hunter Renfro is I should say Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro yeah Yeah. I still like Renfro really yeah I still like Renfro I I suppose if you need a tight end just go back to Foster Moreau when he played against the Eagles I think he played like over 90 percent of the snaps yes six targets six grabs six yards and a touchdown Washington this week Casey coming so if it's like a two to three week thing that could be okay it wasn't 90 percent Chris it 100? was 100% of the offense snaps. I thought it could have been. Uh, I just didn't want to over... I, didn't want, I knew no, that it was dude. at least 90. But yeah, thanks for, for yeah. backing that up. 100%. That's huge, right? For a tight end. Yep. Uh, and a good one, too. I like him. I think he's a pretty good tight end. I think if he was on another team, we'd be talking about him as like, I don't know, every other tight end, I guess. Top 15 with upside. <laughs> be top 10 if he scored a touchdown. But he does have three TDs on the season. Uh, hey, remember when tight ends were deep this year? Remember when people yeah. were having that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> how, how did Tyler Higby do Your boy Pat Fryermuth had a touch. Higby is oh. – he's a oh – Air Fryermuth. Get it right. Yeah. Got it. Touchdown Air at the Fryer. end. Took a big shot, too. That was a nice catch. Oh, and he's made some oh, really nice catches. What's that? Your boy Dallas Goddard got a wonderful .5. One catch for zero yards. Thanks for that. Let's talk about your Eagles real quick. And let's yeah, talk please. about – No, it, it, Let's be honest, no, Chris. We have a lot of these. Let's talk about them. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. But I'll say, like, look, just a couple weeks ago, we were throwing out the Bills game. We could throw out, like, games. You know, they, how many teams have ever gone undefeated? Boom. There. I mean, that's the point. Like, how many teams have ever not had an off week? They, these things happen. Mm-hmm. The Giants, how many times have I said to you on this show, the Giants secondary and pass defense deserves respect? Do they give oh, up yeah. a lot of catches? And yards resultingly, yes, but they keep everything in front of them. They are a very tough secondary, and we just saw that. Jalen Hurts forced a lot of things. And to Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, apologies for him is it wasn't all on him. There was definitely that one interception was 100% his fault. Second one, you might debate. The third, probably not. And the winning potential touchdown, or at least he would have been at the one for another play to potentially win that game. Jalen Rager, for two of those incompletes that day, were 100% on him. So... It sounds like I'm making a ton of apologies for Jalen Hurts. I'm just saying it's yeah. an off game. He has deficiencies just like, you know, who's, you know who people are making apologies for, including himself? Lamar Jackson. There's not a big difference between Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, but are we throwing away – let's put it this way. Are we throwing away both of their performances, or do you think we need to worry a little bit about Jalen Hurts? No, I, I think he. I think he could throw it away. Um, let's let's remember too. There's a couple things. I mean, he's not a rookie, but that was his 16th start heading into this week. All the rookie quarterbacks and the sophomore quarterbacks. He had the best touchdown. He had the best touchdown to interception ratio. Think about that for a second. Uh, and Herbert is a guy who threw a couple not picks anymore. yesterday too. So yeah, no, not anymore. This is a guy that for the most part has taken care of the football, but a lot of it was on him. You're right. He forced it. I thought both picks. 
I thought the first pick, I mean, he that throw was completely on him. The second one at the end, I mean, that's just a that's a bonehead play, right? It it really is. You're going for it at the end, just throw it away. He he forced it into Devontae Smith. There was no there was like three dudes around him. He should have just threw that away. You take the field goal, and what at that point it's uh is is it a tie game at half, or maybe the Giants had scored a touchdown. Anyways, it's still a one score game, but you don't get shut out. So I think a lot of it was on Hertz, just um you know forcing the balls. I think he'll learn from that. I think they should have just continued to run the ball. You saw in the second half they they ran the ball with success is something that they've done over the past few weeks was running the football. They got away from that in the the first half. Yeah, and they and they ran the ball really well. Hertz, Boston Scott, and Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders left the game, came back, and messed up his A. Yeah. But is this just more frustration going forward? Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, 50-50 split, even with no Jordan Howard. Yeah, and Jordan Howard can go back and muck this all up again. Yeah, you figure the game plan against the Jets is probably going to be much of the same where they're just running with all these guys. I think you got to view Miles Sanders as just like a flex play, upside to be an RB2, high-end RB2, but not 100%. Boston Scott runs hard. He runs well. And then you got Jalen Hurts, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, credit to both. Giants defense played phenomenal, like you said. I thought Eagles defense played pretty good as well. Um, You know, some flashes from Galladay, which was nice to see. Still don't know if you trust the guy. But um, just offense all around from both sides, you know, stinkers across the board. As soon as Sterling Shepard, it's not even him so much him as Daniel Jones. As soon as Sterling Shepard or Kadarius Toney come back or both, uh, Galladay's done, and that wasn't even that great of a game. And Saquon Barkley came out healthy, quiet game for him again, but, you know, the touches are there. He's actually being hampered by this offense. Speaking of offense, Tennessee Titans, what? That's all I have to What? And they lost. They lost. They ran for 8,000 yards and lost. I know. It's like crazy. And there was crazy. Dontrell Hilliard and Deonta Foreman both ran for over 100 yards. Laughing aside, Chris, all right, what are we taking away from this game with Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard? I mean, are they the new Browns? <laughs> are they the new Broncos? Are they like. Seriously, like, what, what do you, what can we seriously take away from this? And they both fumbled too. Foreman had a heck of a run where he fumbled the ball. I don't know. I like Hilliard. I like him. I, I ranked him ahead of Foreman because I thought that the Titans would be playing from behind, and and they did. And it was surprising that he only had what do you have one catch? He had one catch, two target, like just one tar- two well, targets, two targets, one grab for play, two yards. Is that you? You play Hilliard for expecting them to be the hunt behind, which you would expect most weeks. But uh, yeah, but he ran the ball really well, and you saw an open space. He's pretty quick, man. He's pretty fast. I don't know. I this they're, they're clearly their game plan was to just run the rock, right? I mean, nobody else. Nick Westbrook Akini had two catches. <laughs> Co- Cody Holster, uh, what? What did I call? I said it's a Kina. You said a Kini. I was I was giving you a hard time. I think it's a it's a Kina. yeah. Akina. Okay. Nick Westbrook Akina. Yeah. I think it's uh, a, Akina. I think well, it's no, no, Akina. So, no, Go it's ahead. not. It's Akina. 100%. Okay. No, I looked it up okay. the, like the very okay. first week. I looked it up while I was doing Pat show. Uh, re- I remember I looking there. it up too, but I probably just butchered it here. I yeah, clearly did. did. But, yeah, and you're but, on cold but, medicine, so I'll let you <laughs> so They get the Jaguars But clearly the this bye. team, yes, that's what I was going to. This team is going to run the football because they don't have any pass catchers, right? I mean, AJ's on IR now. Julio's on IR. So they're just going to continue to run the football. I would rank – I still would rank – even though Foreman had more carries – I still and probably would rank, yeah. I still probably would rank um, Hilliard ahead of him, but I mean, both these guys flex plays. 
All right, a couple more here. Another bad game, or another bad game situation, not another bad game for this player because it really hasn't been, but Damian Harris, Damian, wrong Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris against Cincinnati. <laughs> Is this just, they got, you know, things got out of control too fast and it's just kind of what happens. That's, as you could tell, that's where I'm going with it. But I expected more from the passing game after we saw him catch 13 balls early this year. I just think it's another, well, this is another one. You kind of chalk it up, move on, bad week. Yeah, I think so. Chalk it up, move on, bad week. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know really what else to say, but, but that. Okay, um, then let's talk though. about somebody who I've been calling the most underrated running back in all of football this year, weekend out, and that's Joe Mixon, because everybody's, fr- like, here's what happened Mixon's with Joe Mixon. Man. We got We got fatigued. We got, like I say, we as in, like, the fantasy community got fatigued because we saw what Joe Mixon could be. We wanted him to be more, and he was always a fringe RB1. He never really got past that point, even on a points-per-game basis. And then he missed time with injuries, and then even when he's doing it earlier this year, people are just like, yeah, but it's Joe Mixon. And we got fatigued. That's really what happened. We got fatigued, and that's why I was like, dude, he's underrated. He needs to be in the conversation with the top five or six. And honestly, at that time, he was better than Zeke, and he's better than Zeke right now. He's better than Barkley right now. So Joe Mixon, but here's what I wanted to ask you about this one. Higgins, huge game. For everybody that was concerned about T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, his first really bad game. And he wait into this one. Are we just tossing out this entire Bengals Steelers game is just like, hey, these things happen. I, I don't know. I think there's a couple of things like one. I think, uh, well, obviously the Steelers are trash, right? I mean, they're garbage. Big Ben's brutal. The offensive line is brutal. So that's part of it with Najee Harris. Um, and then the Bengals like this is kind of uh, this is new, right? If you're a Cincinnati fan, you're you're used to getting smashed by Baltimore used to getting smashed by Pittsburgh. You've beaten both teams so far. Um, you're in a playoff spot. I, I Division's probably not up for grabs, but you got a, a heck of a quarterback in Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase is a winner. T. Higgins is great. And Joe Mixon, I mean, he's got three straight games, double-digit touchdowns. He's got 11 rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's averaging a touchdown per game since week four. He's been... He's been phenomenal. Actually, he's averaging a touchdown per game on the season, really, because <laughs> he's just like through week 12 and he's got 11 rushing touchdowns. So he's been he's been really great. I think the conversation moving forward, like, where do you rank this guy next year? Like, where is he next year in your rankings on this Which really one? good Cincinnati team? Joe Mixon, like, where does he belong okay. in in rankings next year? I know we talked last last week about top running backs, but I mean, you mentioned Zeke Mixon clearly ahead of Zeke. Um, man, I may even think about mixing ahead of Barkley, Saquon, just because of the offense and how it's going to run. Well, the one thing we do know is, fortunately, Saquon Barkley doesn't have Jason Garrett, probably won't have Freddie Kitchens, probably won't have Daniel Jones, probably won't have, like, so they kind of, a lot of things that could break right for Saquon Barkley next year and get the hell away from all this situation. But how about another bad case of games yesterday and Cam Newton? We saw the bad Cam yesterday. We saw yeah. the Patriots, Cam Newton, yesterday. Uh, somewhat saved his day with a rushing touchdown, uh, but it was gross, and by the time they were getting blown out in the fourth quarter, got benched for P.J. Walker. Cam Newton, this is the only question I have for him. If you were using him as a streamer, would you still use him as a streamer? That's, I mean, because really what it comes down to is the only people that care, one quarterback leagues, Carolina, mm-hmm. to check the schedule, looking ahead, the Carolina is home. They got a oh, no, buy here this week. Oh, they're and then a they buy. Got Atlanta. I was just like, where can I find them? <laughs> so, that, <laughs> I, you know what? That's a I, that makes it a better question, Chris. Would you drop Cam Newton because he's on a buy and not even waste your time waiting through the yeah, buy? You, Cam you know how I feel about Cam. Like he got he got okay. you a good week in week eleven. If he gets you a rushing touchdown, you're good to go. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. So no, I, I if week fourteen stream against the Falcons, that's it. But yeah, I drop and move on. 
Well, it's, I mean, you might not get him back if you drop him to wait for. Week Just drop him, then it's not a big deal. Okay. And week fourteen <laughs> might be it. your playoff life is hinging, and then it could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's on right. by week fourteen? That's another question for another day, maybe. But it, by, if you're looking ahead, you just have to look at it. Your week fourteen, right? That's what you got to look week at. Four, oh, stupid week fourteen buys. Good grief! I know. I, mean, this, I, I think it's pretty significant. It's, uh, I got to hear it's. Oh, it is. It? It's Philly, Indianapolis, Miami, and New England. So there you go. So, I mean, Good you could have Hurts. Yeah, you could have Hurts, and you know, so you know, you trade one one rushing quarterback for another. At least, oh, for the quarterbacks, at least I was thinking more fantasy overall. But yeah, the quarterbacks. That's not too bad to deal with for quarterbacks. So Miami. Running backs, <laughs> Miami running backs. Well, yeah, Gasket, you got, uh, is it is it is it just Gasket? Because they had Duke Johnson, Phil Lindsay, a multitude of yeah. options. Savon Ahmed, after being inactive last week, was active this week. Got touches, and I don't think Duke Johnson even got a touch. Uh, they were up most of that game, so you know, passing it, whatever. Are we just was that enough? You know, similar to the 49ers, Chris. Was that enough? And Gaskin's use in that game to say, all right, now Gaskin's okay. I think so. Yeah, I mean, Tino, uh, Tino knows this when we talked on Mean Streets a few weeks ago. Gaskin was one of the most dropped running backs, and he said, "I don't know if we drop him. I know he hasn't been great, but do you drop a capable running back, knowing what he did last year? If anything happened, and then all of a sudden Malcolm Brown went on IR. This is a guy who's had at least twelve carries in six straight games. His rushing attempt prop was at twelve and a half yesterday. That's one we hit. Uh, I was surprised to see Lindsey get as much work. Is that was that in your opinion just the fact that they were up so big in that game, and that they gave him?" those carries i mean his first game getting uh that kind of work i mean pretty 12 carries 42 yards i mean it's not it's not great numbers i mean ahmed got five carries as well i think that was just listen we're up double digit scores here cam can't do anything yeah we're rolling here in this game gaskin does seem like the guy i mean the week before he had 23 carries i don't know how many touchdowns he's gonna get for you but the giants this week the jets after the bye i mean that's not uh, bad so man and, but I think it's it's touchdown reliant, and that's really what my little hesitation. Yeah, he's not going to score you're a lot. Of twelve, them. well, because you said twelve for forty-two. Look at his line: sixteen for forty-nine. Another meh yeah, kind of performance. Like not great. He's the, you know what? Honestly, he's the better version of Rex Burkhead. Honestly, he's because the offense will get him touchdown opportunities, and he's not going to average two point two yards per carry. He'll be three point two yards per carry, <laughs> but you know, touchdown. Without everything, so uh, what do we got? One, two, five more games. We got a rapid fire through in five minutes. We get one minute each for the last five games. Oh, I forgot. Reminder, everybody, because this is the last week. Three more days. Thumbs up entry. Comment on the videos on YouTube. You have to do a comment afterwards because they don't show up during the. This is comment afterwards. Although you're going to be screenshotting this and sending it to me. Subscribe. Thumbs up, what is it? Thumbs up, comment, subscribe, five stars on iTunes, and a review on iTunes. Those all give you multiple levels of multiple entries. It's actually, I changed it, Chris. It's not a $100 and a $50 gift card because I saw some people talking about GameStop not available. We're worldwide, man. So what I did yeah. is it's now three winners, $50 gift cards each, a $50 Ooh. PlayStation gift card, a $50 Nintendo gift card, and a $50 Xbox gift card. So that's wow, what I did. Nice. Like, so there you go. So. That's a, if you want to screenshot when the entries are over on Wednesday to let me know if you only have one of those systems, then, you know, I'll put you in like a specific draw pool, like when I pull the lottery type of thing. So Tennessee, New England, I forgot to ask you about this. Kendrick Bourne. Are we doing Kendrick Bourne? Are we, is this a thing? Is Kendrick Bourne a thing? 
Might be. No, he's not. That's the answer. <laughs> the answer to is Nelson, it's going to be Nelson Aguilar next week. He, yeah, he's a wide receiver four. Jokes aside, I think he's yeah, a wide receiver four. They all are. It Everybody be, in New England, even Jacoby, in my opinion, is a four yes. as well. Jacoby is the safe floor wide receiver four. Bourne is the highest upside. Nelson Aguilar is the wide receiver four who shows up every fourth week. How about that? Yeah. With yeah. Fournette. Wonderful innovation there, Gronkowski. Thank you for that. Patterson. Cordero Patterson. Man. Holy hell, buddy. I did not expect that. There was a lot of reports out there saying he wasn't going to be 100% for that game, even coming back. Runs for over 100 yards. Congratulations, Cordell Patterson, but that's not who I want to talk about, Chris. If you want to stream tight ends, do you drop Kyle Pitts? Is Kyle Pitts <laughs> drop? Take the name off the jersey is one of the most common things I say on our shows. You know that, Chris. Take yeah. the name off the jersey. Do we care about Kyle Pitts? Not really, right? I, I, I wouldn't drop him. I, we've been talking about this for weeks, Jake, to sell high on this guy because of the name, right? We, we gave on this show at least five tight ends to stream. Air Fryermuth was one of them. We gave a bunch of them. We gave a bunch of tight ends to stream to flip this guy, to flip this guy for like, you. Could, we, we talked about how you could get Dawson probably two Knox. pieces, two pieces for him. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be rolling him you out know there. This offense outperformed stinks. Kyle Pitts this week? Cole Komet. Like, it's just. Yeah. That's the room. So, I, I'm with you, too, as your trade deadline pass. You, know, you don't want to just drop him for somebody else to go grab him because he is. But that's the point. He is a streaming yeah. tight end. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. I probably, I'll probably, I wouldn't be shocked if Foster Moreau had a better week than him this week than oh, Kyle Pitts. If there is no Darren Waller, yeah. check it right now. Foster Moreau will be ahead of Kyle Pitts in my rankings. Mark yep. it down and be ready for yep. it, and you can check me, and it'll be there. On the Jaguar side of it, I jokingly said this, Chris, last week. I, I, I jokingly said it, and it happened. I said, get ready for Laquan Treadwell and Tavon Austin to be things. And I said, because Taven Austin steps into the Jamal Agnew role and Treadwell is playing outside and they were things. Now, granted, it was LaVisca Chenault's best game. It was. But you're not messing around with any LaVisca Chenault included. No. Or would you at least take a flyer? And Chenault? Let's put it this way. Kendrick Bourne or LaVisca Chenault? I'd probably just take uh, Bourne with, and just hope that too. he scores a touchdown. Because, yeah, Mac Jones is a baller. Nothing against Trevor That's Lawrence, but man, it's, it's, uh, I'm I'm so sick of watching Jags games as somebody who has like, a lot of Robinson, and he was great yesterday, <laughs> Robinson. But I can't like I just like the Jags. Watching the Jags this season has been. I feel like I'm a fan because I've watched a lot of them because I have a lot of Robinson. I got a lot of Marvin Jones. This team is just they're they're atrocious, man. I, it'd be one and done for Meyer. I, I'd get him out of there, get bring somebody else in and and clean house. He is going to. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Nice Guy. That's I took nice. a TD prop on Tavon Austin because I said that. I, like, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that must a touchdown. Pretty good. Somebody thanked me for Kendrick Bourne as a sleeper play, but I was like, I wasn't expecting two. I, like, they said, no. I appreciate it for that. Chargers, Broncos, Chargers question mark. It's just, this is another one. You know, Eckler saved his day with a touchdown. Mike Williams, quiet. Justin Herbert off game. Like, is this, you know, the Herbert's had a couple of off games over the past few weeks, man. You know how I feel about Herbert. So yeah. let's talk about the Denver passing game, which was abysmal, beyond mm -hmm. abysmal. Is here's how I'm going to say it: Noah Fant included, who is alongside Kyle. I would drop Noah Fant. I would, you know this. I said drop Noah Fant weeks ago. By the way, real quick, uh, I just realized the timestamp here. We are going to finish these last two games for everybody watching on YouTube and listening to our podcast. If you're in Canada, goodbye. Have a good one. See you Chris later. Chris loves you. 
Hopefully you're not around Chris because he's going to get you infected up there in Canada. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. So real quick, as we finish these last three games and get the hell out of here, Denver passing game, Jerry Judy, everybody, Cortland Sutton included. Don't care what the contract is. You're not, you're dropping Sutton at this point. Correct. Yeah, if you, you can't roll him out. You can't roll him out. Yeah, we, he's outside the top sixty. Weeks, yeah, every every game that Judy plays with him, he's like a wide receiver outside the top sixty. A wide out. Yeah, no chance. All right, they want to run the ball too. Those guys are never going to be great until they get a new quarterback. Let's be honest. Or yeah, that's true. Or an offense that plays a little faster. But you know what? Or a worse defense that you know the defense isn't lights out like it was yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's not but bad though. Higher yeah. paced offense, just you know more opportunities. That so I'm with you. Yeah. Is Odell Beckham back? Man, it was a nice catch, but clearly in a lot of pain after that, man. He could, he could hardly walk with the back injury, but I, sure, is he back? Is is Matthew Stafford back? Because as soon as Matthew Stafford's back, then maybe I can feel a little bit better about OBJ. He's got a pick six in three straight games now. Uh, I know that was Lambeau, and it's tough to play at Lambeau, but man, there, maybe Jake, you hear the reports about his back, like chronic back issues. Clearly, Stafford's been issue. He's been hurt for the past few years. He's not playing like he's 100%. Matthew Stafford was like, what, shoulder, knee, back, Shoulder, elbow, knee, back, ankle. Like, like, yeah, his, oh, my God. Was that head, head, ankles, knees, and – no, wait, head, shoulders, knees, and – head, ankles, knees, and toes. <laughs> head, shoulders, knees, and toes, or whatever it was. Yeah. Look at this All report right, then, from uh, – yeah, the Mike the, McCarthy. The we'll have to see. We'll Ooh. talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the waiver show tomorrow. That's a Thursday night. That's cases. a Thursday game, isn't it? It is. Too. Yeah, I know. It's a quick turnaround. A lot of situations to watch out for. There. Yeah, I'm trying to finish up this show, Chris. Get off your drugs. So I was gonna say, Odell Beckham might be glossing over Van Jefferson being the real story here. Is Van Jefferson yes. taking Robert Woods' yes. place as a wide receiver too? Yeah, big fan of Van Jefferson. I'm a huge fan of his. I was waiting for the breakout. And even when they got got OBJ, I wasn't convinced that it would be over for Van Jefferson. Man, he has a lot of bad drops, though. He really does. He's had a lot of bad drops this season. He's still young. But, yeah, the deep threat guy, too, in this offense, I think you want a piece of. I, I probably, honestly... I maybe trust him more than OBJ. He's healthy right now. Oh, I he do, too. Knows the system. I, no, not yeah. too. I legitimately do. I don't yeah. know if you heard Barkley dreaming and barking. I was trying to console her. She's, she's dreaming no. over here. Oh, I do uh, now. AJ, yeah. yeah, yeah. AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, something to monitor. They're on their bye, so Green Bay, so we can just gloss pack past that and finish up with Cleveland and Baltimore. She's dreaming the hell out of this. Uh, this is why you tune in for the rest of the show. Is Landry back? Or is this just one week? Because there was zero run game. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, double. Oh, it was disgusting. So are we pretty much waiting to Jarvis Landry's bounce back game? Not a ton. Not a ton. I think it was just matchup, right? You can't run on Baltimore. And Landry's had a couple monster games. I wish I had him off the top of my head. There's one, I think, uh, last year, the year before, we had topped 100 yards against Baltimore. So maybe it's just something about the Ravens. But a bye this week. And then guess what? The Ravens again. So I don't know. Maybe he'll show up again for your week 14. But I think it was just, you know what? You can't, we can't run on Baltimore. We're going to throw the football a little bit. But uh, Cleveland's offense is, it's pretty bad, man. They haven't scored more than 13 points since uh, week nine. They've been pretty brutal offensively. So last one before we get out of here. And this is for Jiggles. Yes, this is for Nick Chubb. There you go. Because it was requested, the poop emoji. Uh, as Barkley continues to dream away over here. We get out of here on this. Speaking of the fun being done, as the show is this fun is being done, follow Chris Meany at Chris Meany. FTN, the Black Friday special, the athletic Black Friday special, a year for 12 bucks. Hopefully Chris gets better and healthy. Uh, thanks again for the well wishes. Ha ha, Mets fans. Latest report, by the way, the Mets are re-engaged with Max Scherzer. This is good. I just love this. This is going to blow up in their faces. This is so ridiculous. Anyway, as we get out of here, 
this is the simple question on the Ravens side of thing. It's not Lamar Jackson. It's not Marquise Brown. It's not the backfield because the backfield has kind of cleared itself up with Devonta Freeman. The one question is, is the Rashad Bateman fun done? No, but was it really like ever that fun? I mean, there was a couple moments where we're excited about a nice a young toy. Point. Yeah, I still view him that way, right? I, I still, this is a team that wants to run the football. I still think Andrews is the one and Brown and him. I think it'll kind of offset here and there. Like they would be, ba- they would battle, I think, for 1B. Would you agree with that? You think Andrews is still the one? Oh, 100%. That was that was yeah. always my biggest concern here is that would be wide receiver four at best. But at best, hopefully you'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk about some of these situations like Green Bay and other waivers with Lauren on the waiver show. That's 11 a.m. Get your entries saved to send over and continue to laugh at all the Mets crazy fans that are going to be banging their heads against the wall. I love, I love sitting I hope out. you I get like a good birthday gift today. But I hope you get a good birthday gift. Scherzer, four, four, five-year deal. He can no, his my birthday gift would be no Scherzer. And it would be do smart depth because having 18 injured pitchers and expecting them to stay healthy for a year is insanity. Just like trying to count on anybody in the Houston backfield. We will see you tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.